podcast. So we've already hit a milestone, guys. We've got the first ever girl on the podcast. So we've got Hannah. Hello, Hannah. Hello, how are you? I'm four seasons in nearly, and I haven't had a girl on yet, so I'm probably uh, exaggerating it a bit too much, but it's nice <laughs> to hear a female voice for a change. I've run out of pace. Um, so yeah, we've got first girl ever, uh, Mind Rift podcast, which is Hannah's podcast, which I think she does with someone called James. Yes, I've had a few different people on, but James has sort of been the reoccurring person yeah. on. Yeah. Um, lots of uh, music talk that we've had in the past. And um, I know that you're quite into your exercise and your sort of healthy eating. So I wanted mm -hmm. to mention that quickly. And uh, if everything goes to plan, hopefully at a convention soon, Hannah's going to be she for. <laughs> no, <laughs> everyone keeps saying this. But... <laughs> <laughs> Baited you out now, that's it. Right, so... Hannah, how has COVID been for you? Uh, it's been a bit of a wild ride, to be honest. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I won't go into too much detail with this because I don't want to sort of bring the mood down. But unfortunately, my mum got diagnosed with lung cancer. Mm. So yeah. um, that was probably, that happened literally the first few weeks of COVID. So it was right. down and then that. It was quite an, an intense experience. Yeah. When was that, sorry? That would have been, uh, so when did we go into lockdown? I think the first, the first the end one, of... March, yeah. Yeah, uh, so we'd been in, co I think we'd been in lockdown for maybe two or three weeks. And then, unfortunately, yeah. found out my mum was, was really ill. She's, um, she's in stage four, which is really unfortunate. But yeah. that's been most of our focus as a family through the last 12 months really yeah so uh, other than that I've, I've done lots of other things but I thought yeah. I would get that one out of the way first yeah yeah definitely a problem shared is a problem halved and all that but yeah, yeah. hope he's um getting better obviously everything seems to have taken a bit of a back seat as opposed to COVID seems to be the priority for the NHS doesn't it at the moment yeah and I, I think as great as it is that people are you know, we're all doing our best. Sometimes you need that little bit of, not to forget about COVID, but just to kind of remember that it's not all about COVID yeah. all the time. It's yeah, yeah. Not the things, if you can. Yeah, there's been times, like, where I've gone to work and I've, like, sneezed, and, like, people in the office have made, like, jokes that I've got COVID, and I'm like, guys, other, other illnesses are still available. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not just COVID now. It's not, like, a uniform global thing of, like, everything is that mm. but yeah obviously lung cancer is probably gonna sort of go hand in hand to an extent with that because it's all respiratory stuff isn't it and it attacks your immune system yeah so we've been uh we've had to be really careful with my mum like there's been a lot of people who have been unfortunately quite irresponsible during lockdown yeah. whereas with my yeah. family we were like we have to stick to the rules we can't risk it yeah yeah oh dear well I hope everything works out. Obviously, uh, if you need to message anyone or anything, then drop me a message and I'll see what I can do. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. No worries. So um, we've obviously, I think you're the second person I've had on that's had their own podcast. Mm -hmm. So did you want to just quickly explain what Mind Drift is and sort of <laughs> how it came around? 
so it's kind of a funny story. Uh, this would have been before COVID. I yeah. remember, going, I think me and my friend went to a gig in Bournemouth. One of my friends was in a metal band and he was playing in, a, in Bournemouth. I think it was the Anvil he might have been playing in. Oh, yeah. And we went up to see, see him and watch the band. And then we got very drunk. And then the next day we're on the train and we were like talking about, you know, hobbies and things. And for some reason, I always get ideas when I'm on the train. I think it's because you can't do anything <laughs> else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, I might just start a podcast. And then it didn't happen for a few months. And then lockdown hit. And I thought, well, I've got all this time. I might as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's the reason I started mine as well. So Mm -hmm. we've got a bit of a through Fred and uh, John (laughs) from Isolation Booth as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I mentioned your podcast and that briefly. It's hard to tell now. Like, I've (laughs) essentially uploaded like 40 hours of content. So uh, yeah. if that doesn't make people subscribe, then I don't know what you want from me other than me to juggle a load of balls and uh, ride a unicycle. <laughs> They're yeah. really interesting videos. Like uh, I've been listening to, I've listened to, I think, a couple of the newer ones. And uh, I listened to one with John as well. And I like the different types of people that you have on. Yeah, I tried to um, sort of cement the whole variety thing quite early on because... I'm a very musical person and I've had a lot of experience with like promoting gigs and being in bands and booking gigs and trying to, um, you know, sort out events in Weymouth and other areas. And that's obviously opened my network up to a lot of people of that nature, but I've been incredibly inspired by people like Joe Rogan and true Geordie and Jack mates happy hour. And um, they always have different people on. And I think that really sort of keeps it fresh because otherwise you'll hear my side of the story 40 times in terms of what (laughs) it's actually like being in a band and how to actually write music and, you know, stuff like that. Like last week I had Ash on, who was a Twitch streamer. Oh, wow. That's cool. I haven't listened to one, but. Yeah. I'm not a Twitch streamer, but I wanted to sort of use it as an opportunity to learn. Um, it's quite hard for me to learn about music because I've kind of been there and done that and I've kind of hung my coat up on it but I'm always interested to hear people's side of things so yeah I've always been very um, all over the shop with pretty much everything in my entire life so uh, why stop there I suppose (laughs) but um, when is the next uh, episode of Mind Rift due to drop? Well I've got two unedited episodes that I still haven't I've finished I'm halfway through one and uh, I've just because I've been quite busy I'm yeah. back at work, back at work now so there's that and another thing so I've decided to maybe come back in May and have a regular schedule just to keep it flowing nice. yeah 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 hopefully cool. we'll see <laughs> I um I checked it out at the very start I think because I thought um you know I, I need to start sort of um being involved in like more local sort of grassroots ones rather than like 2 million views on YouTube every single time they upload. And it really captivated me straight away. Like the fact that um, you were talking about like random subjects like mimes. Oh yeah, that was amazing. (laughs) It's like stuff that you don't consciously Google and find out for yourself. But if other people are talking about it, you tend to sort of retain that information a lot better. Yes, it's a very uh, unusual thing. Yeah. 
it's meant uh, to be James and I when we're together for some reason we just come up with this really weird stuff and I think our we've both got this sort of weird energy so it just amplifies yeah. and yeah. you know snowballs yeah I've um I particularly like the bit where you were talking about going on holiday and James was absolutely horrified by the style that you take which was like you can literally just grab stuff and get on a plane and you don't really need to plan anything whereas yeah. I'm absolutely team James in this situation that you need to plan everything to the point where it's kind of not even fun anymore <laughs> you know uh, everything yeah I need an itinerary otherwise I'll forget my toothbrush and then I'll have to buy another toothbrush and you know it's just uh stress but yeah i i've always um appreciated people like henry rollins if you've checked him out he's a singer of black flag no and, i haven't what sort of music is it uh his black flag days were incredibly in your face sort of punk rock okay um, yeah they were like one of the first ever bands to use like distortion okay, like that's really cool. like it's something that we take for granted nowadays really but it's they yeah, I think they accidentally ripped one of the nets in one of their guitar amps and it sort of came out that way. And they were like, that sounds amazing. Let's keep it in because they're that sort of band. But um, yeah, Henry Rollins has done a lot of stuff. He's one of my sort of idols. He's like one of my main three. And he was in Sons of Anarchy. Um, he's done loads of like random little film bits and he's a comedian as well. He does a lot of sort of spoken word stuff, but what I'm trying to get at is he can literally just grab a bottle of water and a Nutri-Grain bra and he'll go straight on a plane. <laughs> He's I like, let's have it, you know, let's have Africa. <laughs> Africa. I'd love yeah. to go there, to be honest. Yeah. What is your, um, what is your dream vacation? Oh, Iceland. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. I actually, before lockdown i was supposed to go to iceland and because of covid it got cancelled oh man and it's my bucket list holiday because we planned we were going to go on a glacial hike we were going to see the northern lights we we're going to do all this cool like adventurous stuff and try all the food over there and then unfortunately because of covid but it doesn't mean that i'm not gonna yeah. go once it's open it's, it's my top destination what um what kind of food do they have out in iceland it's actually a lot of meat. So if someone, like a lot of people who have been to Iceland, who I've met or people I know, they said that if you're vegetarian or vegan, it's yeah. not the best place to visit because the food is so expensive and they don't really offer alternatives. Right, okay. Um, I So I used to be a vegetarian. Like I'm talking strict vegetarian. I, was, I think I was vegetarian for like eight years straight. Yeah. Um, and that was just by my own choice and I was very yeah. young but I do eat meat now um, not not so much so if I went somewhere abroad I could easily manage but I actually found out that I'm dairy intolerant recently yeah so I imagine if I go to Iceland I'd have to avoid any dairy <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah, that, yeah that would be interesting because they love dairy over there like eggs and everything mm. I think it's one thing to like be on a diet and try to reduce your sort of calorie intake and then going on holiday and going, fuck it, I'm going to do exactly what I want for two weeks. But it's another thing to have like a dietary requirement. Yeah. And I yeah. imagine it's actually quite stressful, especially as you come across to me as someone that doesn't like to plan things like going on holiday, for example, but then you've got to go somewhere and plan your meals. Yeah, it is frustrating now because I, 
I used to be able to have dairy and I was fine. Um, but for some reason, I found out recently that I can't have it anymore. I can eat eggs, but like not a lot of them. I have to sort of be careful with what I eat now. Yeah. Um, it is frustrating because it's in so much food. There's so much milk and eggs yeah. and what butters. You know, they you don't yeah. always know. So when I go out for food now, I normally just pick the vegan food because I know that it's not in it. Yeah, just just on that quickly. Um, my girlfriend has a severe dislike for mayonnaise, and it's oh. absolutely <laughs> gobsmacking how many meal deals. Obviously, we'll get into this later. Yeah. Um, mayonnaise in as standard. Yes, that's like, so true. There's so many assumptions nowadays. Like, if you buy a hot dog from like a hot dog stand, they'll either ask you if you want ketchup or mustard, or they'll just put it in. Yeah, they don't even ask. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, if you genuinely have an intolerance for something, you should really, like, why don't in meal deals, for example, why don't in sandwiches, why don't you just get like a sachet of mayonnaise? And it's up to you what you do with it. I like that idea. They should bring that in. I like it. Yeah. Ben for Prime Minister. Let's get it yeah. going. I'm voting you in now. Mayonnaise, <laughs> mayonnaise king. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, walkers as well. They used to do a salt and shake bag of crisps. Oh, yeah. I remember those. Oh, my yeah. God. You could put in exactly what salt you wanted, the right amount sort of thing for you. But, yeah, there we go. Already talking about meal deals. We're uh, 13 minutes in. Chill out, Ben. <laughs> Jesus. Right. So whilst we're on the topic of food, um, what is your sort of go-to meal um, if you were cooking by yourself? Ooh, I love Japanese food. Yeah. I absolutely love it. It's my favourite cuisine that I've ever had. Um, I've been to quite a few uh, Japanese restaurants um, mostly because of going to like Comic Con and stuff. I know we'll talk about that yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah cool. Being around that sort of culture, you naturally end up trying all sorts of Japanese food. Um, yeah. I at home, I've been making like my own ramen. All right. And uh, I like that, especially in the winter, because you can make a broth and then you have mm. all the noodles in and all the spices and herbs, and oh, it's so nice. Yeah, nice. Does that sort of stuff take? A long time to make but then you've got a ton of it to like go through the week um it's weird because like this just shows you how much that i'm not a planner i just wing it but every day i'm just like right i fancy this today and then because i do like a lot of like fitness training and stuff i have to make sure it fits within a certain guideline of what i need to keep my yeah. body functioning so yeah. because i've gotten used doing it through lockdown i can just sort of do it automatically i don't have to think too much about it yeah and i just tend to like whip something up quickly it takes me like maybe 15 20 minutes to do like some noodles with some protein some lovely vegetables you know season it all it doesn't take too long which is nice yeah 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 that's cool yeah, it's nice that um you sort of want to put yourself through that um, I think if I sort of lived alone, there'd be certain circumstances where I'd probably just go to Asda and buy like a ready-made pizza. But yeah. you have quite a lot of self-discipline to stop yourself from being myself. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'd, I'd really struggle with like self-control when it comes to food. I've mentioned this several times now, but like um, 
Like, for example, this weekend just gone, me and my girlfriend went to Clark's Village, which okay. is a uh, street near Yeovil, and it's a massive outlet store, and it sells, like, Cadbury's chocolate and Haribo and stuff for, like, insanely reduced prices. Oh, okay. And now I'm sat in the front room recording this and I'm looking around and there's bags upon bags of chocolate and sweets all around <laughs> me. And I've Sounds actually like had to move store. some of them. What's that, sorry? Sounds like a candy store in America or something. Yeah, but I'm historically, I'm one of those people that, um, I know that this is obviously a like phrase for bulimia, bulimia or whatever it's called, but um, it's very sort of binge and purge with me. Like, if I eat it, then it's gone, and I don't have to worry about it again. But obviously, I've eaten my weight in it. So um, sometimes that's not the best way of getting rid of something. You should just pick it up and move it to the next room so that it's not constantly in your line of vision, as it were. Mm, yeah. But yeah, self-control is uh, something that I need to work on because I'm very, I'm very um, accountable now to going jogging and very um, sort of motivated to do whatever it takes even if it's like raining i'll go out i, I don't care anymore and i'm not bothered about other people watching me that's really but, good um, that's precious to go especially when it's raining yeah are you more into um sort of weight training or are you a bit more cardio or does it uh, change well it, it changes so um i'm at the moment doing something called uh plyometrics and i'm doing weight training so I think, uh, unfortunately, just for everyone listening, if I sound a bit groggy, it's because I've been Ill, Ill with the flu oh, somehow. Yeah. I was yeah, fine, yeah. but uh, three days ago, before I somehow mysteriously got sick, I um, was doing plyometrics where we were doing sprints. So it's a lot of, uh, so 15 minutes, you sprint for 30 seconds at your fastest, then you rest, and then you sprint again, and you do that for 15 minutes. Okay. And um, it, it changes every week. So each day I have a different training thing to do so I might have body weight training then I have strength training which is like deadlift um yeah. bench press pull-ups things like that and then uh, and then another day I do something else so it's just giving me that full range of like trying to get my fitness up yeah it's yeah trying fun. to do the whole the whole thing in one go and sort of build it all up at the same time yeah, like it is really fun. Mm. I think when I first started, it was quite nerve wracking because I have done sport in the past. I used to swim when I was younger and I was really, yeah. really into swimming. Um, but it's just a case of like once you realize that everyone in that gym started where you started, you just kind of relax into it. And then each week you make bits of progress and you think, wow, I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think a lot of people sort of, um, get disheartened by seeing other people in the gym but um i'm not really there for them if that makes sense like yeah i don't know if you feel the same way about that but i know quite a lot of people that have got like very introverted sort of personalities and they're very sort of within themselves and they let other people sort of dictate their lives whereas yeah. I, I quite like just putting my headphones on and escaping for like a few like I, I usually go out for like 45 minutes and I come back and I've done like 7k wow so that, wow that's good I want to try and do 10k by the end of the year but um it's quite hard to sort of break out of that that will do sort of um once I've hit 7k and I see it on my like watch when I'm looking at my watch when I'm jogging it's quite hard to um I know I can do it it's mind over matter isn't it you can always do more 
yeah and we find it easier if you did it with someone kind of like pushing yeah 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 if i could find someone that's a bit more sort of like-minded because i used to just kind of enroll anyone that was thinking about it and then they flake off on me and be like oh i can't do tonight sorry mate and it's like two hours to go until the actual things meant to happen and i've said to myself as i've mentioned several times on this now that if i want to do it then i need to do it for myself yeah and then everything else is a bonus so like on just on that do you tend to sort of train alone or do you go swimming with your friends uh so i've invested in a pt which was the best investment i've ever made (laughs) personally like um so i've been with her for Oh, God, I can't remember because we've kept going into lockdown. It's been yeah. sort of on and off. Um, yeah, yeah. But it would have been, been maybe halfway through the year, so last summer. And she's been amazing. Like I recommend her to everyone. But um, yeah. before that, I was going kickboxing with a gym in uh, Dorchester, and they have one in Weymouth as well. So when I go to the gym, I'll train once a week with my trainer, and then yeah. I'd go go kickboxing with a group and then I go to the gym on my own and just continue doing what we do in the session yeah it's kind of like for me I I need um I think because I get bored easily I need to have variety a lot yeah to kind of keep me meant it's more to do with my mental like I need to keep my mental state interested otherwise I get lazy yeah I get that you get complacent don't you if you can just do one thing really well Yes, I need a challenge constantly, otherwise I just won't push myself. Yeah. Yeah. I was um I was listening to a podcast earlier. The guy um is called Tim Dillon and he's a comedian in the US. And I don't quite know how this happened, but he got Jordan Peterson on his podcast. I love Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I, I literally can't stop listening to his voice. Like he says everything in such a sort of black and white way and he boils everything down to like two key factors. Yeah. And I just think that he's like, he just cuts through all of the crap that we sort of allow ourselves to come up with excuses and stuff. And he was talking in the show about like how some people can't multitask and some people really need to be zoned in on that specific thing. And I think I'm a bit like that. I, I like to do one thing really, really well, and then I can move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. But it sounds to me like you've got a, a a difference of opinion there. But obviously, that's that's life, isn't it? We've all got different stuff, different ways of dealing with things and learning. Yeah, but like yeah. It, you've got to do it to what works for you, really. And if if something different works for someone else, and as long as they're happy, then that's great. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. There we go. So we're just going to go to a quick break, Hannah. But I'm going to talk to you about your moving plans next. And then we're going to rifle through all of the favourites that I usually ask. And then we're going to talk a bit about cosplay. So we're just going to go to a quick Ocean Bottle ad and we'll be right back. Hey guys, just a quick ad read. Ocean Bottle. I recently reached out to this company as I thought their mission statement and attitude were absolutely fantastic. Support livelihoods, stop ocean plastic. These award-winning bottles come in a range of colours, including ocean blue, forest green, obsidian black and sun orange. Each bottle that is bought means the equivalent of 1,000 plastic bottles kept out of the ocean in places where plastic pollution is actually at its worst. 
These are 100% dishwasher safe and contained double walled vacuum seals and are made from insulated stainless steel. They keep your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot. Join the award winning team and get your own at www.oceanbottle.co. The current discount code I have access to is on my Instagram page, so please check out the Absolute Bedlam podcast Instagram page on there to see the most recent one. Thanks to Ocean Bottle for allowing me to spread the good word of environmental sustainability. I cannot wait to get my own Ocean Blue one soon with my podcast logo front and centre. Anyway, back to the episode. Oh, hello, back. <laughs> Welcome to part two where we've gone into a different virtual room and I hope you like what I've done with the place. <laughs> God, that was awful. Right, so you're planning <laughs> to move from Weymouth. So did you want to quickly uh, mention that and why? Yeah, so um, originally I'm actually from London. I don't know if anyone can hear the slight uh, southern <laughs> twang in my voice anymore. Yeah. Um, but, um, I've lived here for a while now, and I think as lovely as Weymouth is, for me, there's not really enough opportunities here. I think we talked about this yeah. off of the podcast a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. And I, yeah. after a while, I just thought, you know what, it's more, not, not so much like a big mm. city like London, because that's very overcrowded, but yeah. um, I thought about going up to I've heard a lot of good things about it. There's a lot more there. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I think Weymouth's great for six months and then everything yeah. stops here. Like when mm-hmm, I used to yeah. work in pubs and sort of retail, my hours would get cut as a result of it being a seaside town full of tourists. And yeah, I just yeah. I need a more robust career path, which I've now got. But um yeah, this place is a bit clicky and there's quite a lot of people that um, you will bump into several times and you'll ask them about their problem that they mentioned last time and they'll still be no further to fixing it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we've spoken about that as well. Yeah, we've but, had a good old chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always good to do some planning pre, pre-recording. But um, yeah, moving to Bristol is probably a good idea if you're used to that sort of hustle and bustle and that sort of um, everyone's trying to sort of join their own version of the rat race and, you know, everyone's got a vision and a dream and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, hopefully that works out. When are you actually moving? So hopefully it'll be September or August just before. Yeah, nice. Have you already sorted a place out? No, so you're going to hate this if you I know you explain, but uh, I'm just winging it like I do with everything else. <laughs> I'm going to call this episode Winging It with Hannah. Literally, that's been my whole life, winging <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, I just tend to like, I, I mean, I've lived with a lot of different people over the years, and I, I tend to, I'm quite laid back, so yeah. I tend to sort of just not so much fit in but I usually find my way eventually when I do something new yeah um I'm quite ex- it's weird I'm really quiet I think I'm just so reserved but I'm actually very extroverted I'm just quiet yeah so I people tend to yeah. be shy and quiet if you know what I mean yeah I think I'm just on that I think I'm very situationally extroverted 
Like, I love being around people and I love the idea of like entertaining people and making a complete fool out of myself at someone else's sort of expense. Um, Sorry, my own expense rather than someone else's. Like I'll say anything to make people laugh. Like I'll humiliate myself and I'll make jokes that are sort of self-deprecating. But um, (laughs) I quite like just being quiet sometimes as well. Yeah. Um, I, I've sort of realised like through this 31 years of life that I've had of like I am a bit of a sort of clown and I'm a bit of a sort of entertainer and I think with that comes quite a sort of polarising opinion of me of you either like it or lump it sort of thing yeah but, um, yeah it's interesting that you mention you know sometimes you feel that you're extroverted and sometimes you feel that you're introverted did you find yeah, that happens at certain points in the day? No, but other people have said like I started I'm currently just working a, a temporary job just before I move. And yeah. um I've it's whenever I meet new people, they're like, You're so you're so reserved, like I can't tell what you're thinking and I think it's because I'm not a very expressive person. Um yeah. that's just my personality like I've never been overly expressive but it doesn't yeah. mean that I'm not confident to hang out with a lot of people like I love it when you know yeah. friends just invite me to parties and I don't know anyone there I'm happy to just go along yeah no I feel that yeah I was um I was one of the first people in my group to turn 18 so um yeah it got quite popular quite quick for me because I was um I was asked for services, let's say, that other people didn't have access to. Um, yeah, and I got quite a lot of money out of doing that, so it was win-win. Um, but yeah, as soon as everyone else turned 18, I felt that it was kind of party time. And I feel like some of the stuff that you've mentioned, I think it was a podcast you did with another girl talking about being vegan. Oh, Jazz, yeah. Yeah, and I feel that like, you sort of... Um, gave us a bit of a peek behind the curtain when you started drinking you felt that everything sort of uh fell by the wayside a bit yeah that was was not a good period of time for me that was I think about two years of my life it just went a bit messy yeah I think stuff like that has to happen though I don't think people are as true north as what they portray themselves as Mm. I think people have to go through bad stuff to get to the good stuff i don't know many people that apply for jobs and instantly get them you know i know plenty of people that have passed their driving test after like four or five attempts you know you've got the best intentions in the world but sometimes the world likes to throw back stuff back at you if that makes sense yeah and i guess as well younger you tend to like I've noticed, like you were saying, when you're 18, you kind of want to be not necessarily popular, but you want to be social and you want to meet new people and you want to be included. And it's not until you get to like, because I'm going to be, I'll be 26 this August. So I'm kind of getting into that phase of my life now where I don't tend to care what others are doing. Happy to do my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to focus on yourself at some point, haven't you? that you're kind of in that phase so you're so you want to be in with the crowd so much yeah i think the the bigger the crowd and the more diverse the crowd the quicker you'll find who and who you don't get on with yeah Uh, no one wants to go through life completely alone 
Um, but it's important to have sort of like-minded people around you that can sort of accelerate your growth and inspire you and sort of help you along the trials and tribulations of life. And when you're feeling sad, you want someone to sort of help you pick them back up and you would do the same for them. It's hard to do it all by yourself. Oh yeah. Like I think people that say, Oh, I don't need anyone. I think deep down there won't help the most. I think a lot of people say that because they potentially haven't found the right person. Yeah. Um, that sounds quite negative. So uh, <laughs> take that as you will. But yeah, I think everyone needs someone. But like, do you believe like this is proper out there? I've not even written this down. This is how unorganized I am, Hannah. Well, hey, um, do you believe that everyone has a soulmate? Oh, that, that's a really hard question, isn't it? It's always hard hitting questions here at Absolute Bedlam. <laughs> Bad man podcast. Yeah. Bedlam. Yeah. This... <laughs> um, yeah. Um, do I believe in soulmates? I say no. I know that sounds very sad, but I, I yeah. think it's very complicated trying to not necessarily be with someone else, but I think we're all so different and we're all trying to build ourselves that and be with someone for a long time and then all of a sudden one of you wants to change the dynamic with yourself and it affects the relationship yeah definitely yeah and then one of you wants to go one way and the other person wants to go the other way and it doesn't mean that either person is a bad person it's just no whole yeah. thing yeah no i agree think circumstances change quite a lot yeah and um i don't know many people that i know personally that i've absolutely especially at like the age of like 30 or under i don't think some people have met like their ride or die Mm. like no matter what you throw at me i will stay with you no matter what yeah and um unfortunately these things change and uh circumstances change you know if someone gets ill in the family and stuff like that or you get offered a job that's two hours away you know well, no one wants to do a four hour round trip every single day um yeah, yeah it's tricky say that again sorry so i was just gonna say like yeah yeah i know what you mean even i get connected then yeah. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, my reason I got disconnected. Oh, I've lost you, Hannah. Sorry. What I'll do is I'll quickly go to um, send you another link and we'll try again, all right? Okay, awesome. Can't hear anything now. Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's much better. Okay, I've asked uh, my family to, like, if they're not using the Wi-Fi, to just turn it off on their phones to see if it would help. (laughs) (laughs) Stealing the Wi-Fi. Hannah's become the, I need to use the landline phone, get off the internet person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Well, I'll try not to keep you much longer so that people uh, in your house can continue scrolling through Facebook and uh, reading. (laughs) that is the BBC website. (laughs) So obviously we spoke about Bristol, um, the fact that you are moving there. 
Um, did you say why you were moving there? Yeah, just because Weymouth is not the yeah. best place opportunities, really. Yeah. Have you um have you got any career aspirations in Bristol? Um, in all honesty, I've had a lot of time to think about this, but I finally accepted that I have no idea what I want to do. Yeah. Okay. I know a lot of people are very driven, and they're like, "I'm going to be this, and I'm going to have my business, and everything's going to be planned out, and it's going to be this." But for me, I've just accepted, like, you know what? I'm just happy to like enjoy whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. And I think some people, when they go too far down that rabbit hole of nothing else matters apart from this one title that I'm pursuing endlessly, they forget that there's a whole world out there and stuff just suddenly randomly comes into people's lives. Yeah. I think some people find their dream job through that process of, well, my mate stepmom said to me, do you fancy helping out at this? And then before you know it, you're that person you know you're the uh the head of a department by pure fluke like the amount of people i've gone to previously in my life for like advice on like my career and stuff and a lot of them have gone i've just fallen into this job yeah and um yeah i think like obviously I, i'm not mystic meg or anything but um i think potentially that might be something that happens to you yeah like i have um i have experience in some fields and i've got qualifications and others but as long as I'm happy and I can provide for myself that's really the one sort of focus on at the moment yeah yeah I think like not having dependencies and other people that need you to have a steady income really sort of benefits that sort of lifestyle of I just need to pay my rent and yeah. nothing else really matters I'll eat like you said earlier you like ramen so uh you'll probably be eating a lot of it <laughs> because <laughs> it's the cheapest thing in tesco isn't it other than cans of beans yeah i mean i'm very i'm weirdly very good with money i think for me personally i feel like i live a very rich life because i actually you know i eat really good food i've always managed to keep a roof over my head i've always paid my yep. bills I've, I've never borrowed money i've never had a loan and i've survived this long and yeah. and i i just feel like I've built those skills over time from experience that I trust yeah. myself to know what to do yeah you've got that sort of natural survivability instinct mm, yes yeah there we go so we're just going to start on the random questions so okay. Hannah what is your favorite film oh uh, my favorite film is Gladiator oh okay that's quite this random. Is very random it is random <laughs> yeah they never made a second one of that, did they? They just made that one and they went, right, well, that'll do. I guess it's because he yeah. dies at the end. Sorry, spoilers for anyone. No, that's fine. It's like a 20-year-old film. I'm sure people were... Yeah, I'm sure they'll watch <laughs> it before they listen to this. <laughs> it's on Netflix, I think. Is it? Okay. There's a random fact I know about that film, but I don't know if it's actually true or not, so it's probably not a fact, is it, Ben? You know... Um... Apparently there's a scene in it where there's a guy running around with a fire extinguisher. That would be... I'm going to assume that's true because I know that they accidentally had gas tanks in the back of one of the chariots and they didn't block yeah. it out. You can still yeah. see it. Yeah, there was a film. I watched an outtake reel on YouTube. I can't remember what film it was. It might have been Legend with the Cray Twins. 
and someone's like iPhone went off and it's obviously like a period piece about these like London gangsters in like the 70s oh I have an interesting fact about the Cray twins my granddad knew them oh wow cool good old Londoners we all know each other apparently that's a really good film actually if you haven't watched that I'd recommend that I'm going to put it on my list yeah Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy (laughs) playing Tom Hardy no (laughs) yeah Playing both characters at the same time. He's nuts. Mm. Yeah. That's a good uh, favourite film. Is that for a specific reason? Is it just something that sort of resonated with you? I quite like... um, It's Maximus. Yeah, Maximus's character. I like his values as a person. And this sounds weird, but I always kind of... Because I watched that film when I was really young and it came out. Yeah. And I always, it sounds weird for a girl to say this, but I always idolised his character in the film. Like, I always thought, I want to be like that. Yeah. Because I just like how he is as a person, which to me is, like, the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of lives and breathes that character, doesn't he, of um, honour and everything, sort of. It's not just when he's in the Colosseum or whatever. It's not just when it's fight time. Mm. It's- part of who he is kind of yeah. like Robin Hood that sort of character of just everything has to be true and right and stuff like that um, yeah like as... when he's at his lowest point he doesn't break his like yeah. good good values mm. yeah yeah what was the question I was going to ask I can't remember what it was I'm sure it doesn't matter like most <laughs> of these episodes <laughs> so <laughs> That's <laughs> what I mean about self-deprecation. <laughs> Speaking of childhood things that have sort of pulled its way into the present day with you, what's your first memory of a video game? Oh my god, uh, Sonic on the Mega Drive. Yeah, I think that's probably the most popular answer to date on on this. Yeah, because it's it's kind of I think it would have been. If everyone's sort of the age of 20 to 30, yeah. uh, maybe not 20, but yeah. my 25 on, uh, yeah, Sonic would have been the most popular game. I think when it first came out, it just sold out. Yeah. And Sonic uh, Hill as well. Mm. Yeah, Sonic and Mario were the rivals and you had to kind of pick a team, didn't you? Yeah, because I remember, um, oh my God, I, think, I haven't like, seen a mega drive in a long time i think we might still have it somewhere in a box yeah oh wow well let me know if you do because um i'm sure in a couple of years obviously depending on whether or not you're willing to part ways with it i'm sure that's worth quite a lot of money these days i hope so i need the money (laughs) (laughs) yeah right i need to fund my uh brighton adventure Uh, sorry bristol (laughs) adventure my bad um yeah, I've recently bought the um, Mega Drive Classics on the PS4. Oh, wow. And it gives you like 60 games in one. And uh, I've been smashing through Sonic, Sonic 2, Sonic 3. I've also been playing Streets of Rage, which is my sort of first memory as a child. What's that about? Uh, literally, um, you are a person. You go around beating bad guys up. And if you're low on health, you can punch a bin or a phone box and get an apple. <laughs> I wish and that was <laughs> Yeah, you'll, you'll gain all your health back. 
if stuff starts getting a bit hairy and people start like swarming you and there's like different characters enemies that are at different skill levels and they do all sorts of nunchucky stuff you can press square on the ps4 and the police will call in an airstrike it's just like the most mental game ever and oh it's God. like a proper side scrolly 2d game and it just keeps going like i've never actually got to the end of the game it's just like one minute you're on a boat then you're ne- you know you're next in a park and then you're in a street and it just doesn't ever seem to end from what i can gather so i'll uh, try and complete it you have to let me know if you do so i'm already yeah. interested now yeah it's good it's just a sort of mindless game that you play to sort of unwind I like the old school games. They just seem like they were from a simpler time. I'm like that with Skyrim. Skyrim is my unwind game. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, favourite band slash musician? Well, it's changed. It used to be Muse when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was a bit too obsessed with Muse for some weird reason. Um but I guess now I would have to say, I'd say what I'm listening to the most is a band called Royal Blood. Oh, yeah, cool. And I quite like, I guess in a way, they kind of have a similar genre to Muse, but it's that sort of mixture of different types of sounds with like harmonies and melodies. I, and it's kind of rocky. I just like that mixture of those things. Yeah, I get that. Especially if they've got like a classical element in there, because I love uh, piano and things like that. Yeah, I just can't get over the fact that Muse have three people and Royal Blood to have two people. Yeah, it's weird. What is it with, with the one man band thing going yeah. on? All of that noise comes from less than a room's worth of people, and they play stadiums and stuff. And you know, it sounds exactly as it does on the record. But they but have yeah. to have loop tracks and synths to do that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they've got like backing tracks and stuff. But um, I watched a video on Royal Blood's um, bassist, like how he sets up all his gear, and it's absolutely insane because he sets up like four amps to play through all four at the same time. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's why um, when he does like solos, it sounds like a guitar because oh, he pedal. Because in reality, obviously, as a bassist, it, it won't sound... It will sound similar to that, but it will be at a lot lower frequency because of the density of the strings. Yeah. But yeah, they're very, very talented, Royal Blood. And I like bands that have, like, everyone in the band that can sing. I yeah, because like, a really... bit of harmony going on. Yeah. bit of chanting. That's what I like. Oh, do you like... Um... Oh, now I'm going to forget what the band's called. They do, like, traditional Viking music, and I cannot remember their name now. What was that? Sorry, traditional? Like, Viking music. They do a lot of, like, um, really, it's almost scary to listen to, but I think they're called Hell's Sung or Hell's Lung or something. Hell's Angels? No, it's like, um, I think it's spelled H-E-L-S-U-N-G, I think. If not, I'll have to send you the link afterwards. I can't remember. Mm. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. spooky. There's a band that I'm listening to at the moment that I've listened to pretty much since day one called While She Sleeps, and they do a lot of chanting. Um, I think and, that's the name. I think yeah, they're, they're very, very current. 
they're one of the only bands that I know of that are completely self-managed. They don't have a record label or management or anything. So if you email while she sleeps at gmail.com or whatever it is, you'll actually be speaking to the members of the band directly, which I think is so cool because it really puts down that barrier of like having to speak to a booking agent or a tour manager or something like that. Yeah, it's easier to sort of get to know who they are and what they want to do. Yeah, they've um, started like a sort of Patreon sort of thing recently and it's just called Sleep Society. And essentially they've just rented out this massive warehouse and they do like podcasts, they do like behind the scenes, obviously pre-COVID and post-COVID they'll get like a fan to come into the warehouse, they'll design their own merch. Like there's no middleman, you know, it's a frustrating situation when you go to a band's website and you wait three weeks for one of their shirts to arrive at your door yeah because you know i feel that they've got a real handle on it and they can exceed expectations more so than hermes do you know what i mean yeah they're, they're organized yeah but yeah definitely check out uh sleep society by while she sleeps because they are an awesome awesome band and i think that a lot of bands will follow suit for that sort of stuff but yeah, I think um, Royal Blood, I've heard some of their more recent tracks and they are exactly as I sort of um, anticipated, really. You can tell it's Lem. Yeah. But it's slightly different. Yeah, they kind of... I've noticed there was a song I listened to today that I think they've only performed it live, but they've recently finally recorded it. I think it's yeah. called Boilermaker. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but it's... You know, like a normal song will be like verse and then like another verse, chorus, and then the last verse. And it just follows, like pop music tends to follow that sort of same pattern. Yeah. With them, they have all these little niche little parts of it that you can't always predict where it's going to go. And I quite like that. And it always follows back around to the first verse and then they go back into the chorus. And I just really like the, I like the layout of the music, how they've yeah. sort of done it. The unpredictability of what's going to happen next. Yes, I seem to like all these unpredictable things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I heard something recently. This is going to get probably quite deep, which is um, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So okay. if you are quite a manic person, that will permeate through your entire life. Um, okay. If you're quite a reserved person and you like to stay in control, then that will probably be you know, obviously there are times where these things can't quite materialise as you want them to because other people get in the way and stuff. But um, I quite like that thought of, like, you're subconsciously doing everything exactly how you think it should be done. Um, yeah, like I find, yeah, I find that when you're learning how to do stuff, you um, you might struggle with that, though, because you're trying to learn it in your way rather than the way that you're taught. We're trying to translate that into something that you can sort of use as a tool, if that makes sense. Yeah, like I guess it, it really depends on what avenue you want to go down. Like um, people who go to university tend to have a very, it's not always, but you know, if you yeah. want a doctorate degree or you want to become a doctor, psychologist or something in that field, you need to have those degrees in place and follow that system. Yeah. Um, if you're like me, where I oh my god, I don't even know what I would 
label myself as. I don't think I even have a specific label, but I guess very sort of free-spirited, I guess. I just like to take things as they come. And not always. I do plan things to some degree, but yeah, I think I just like doing things that I enjoy. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. As long as you're having fun and you're not hurting anyone, it's all good. Right, so we were going to go to an ad break, but I reckon we could probably squeeze this one in. So, cosplay. Obviously, that's something that um, seems to be a bit of a through thread for your life. Um, when was your first cosplay experience? And um, sort of how many conventions have you been to? Sort of Comic-Con and stuff like that. And what do you enjoy about it? Oh, my God. How many conventions? Um, I've been to a lot of conventions over the years like it's been so many not not so much different ones it tends to be like the london comic con but i have been to some other ones in london um started when i'd been maybe i'd say when i properly got into it i would have been like 15 16 yeah um and it was mostly because at school i i started hanging around with a new group of friends and they were really into anime and i didn't really know what anime was yeah. And because I am quite creative, I was so drawn to the fact like that you could build your own costume, go to an event, especially when you're younger, you want to be around a lot of people if you're exercising. Yeah. And it was yeah, kind of just... yeah. like it just drew me in. I was completely sucked into this sort of world of like, oh my god, this is so fun. Mm. And you know, like being from the ages of like I'd say eighteen to twenty two just going yeah. to hotels and partying for like five days straight yeah. and these people it was like the young person's dream for me personally I absolutely loved it yeah yeah it shows you that there's like another world that you don't have to just conform to the um the normal sort of ideology of I've got to be this one person for my entire life yeah you can actually sort of escape out of that for like a weekend or a week or whatever yeah, and um, it's been good yeah. fun. What um, sort of previous cosplays have you dressed as? Oh, God. Right, I've got to try and think now. Um, So it's quite a range now. I'm trying to think. Yeah. So I, I think the first proper one I did, which when you first start out cosplaying, your costumes are usually terrible. And <laughs> it's like, it's like you look back at the photos and you think, oh, my God, what was I thinking? But at the time in your head, because it's new, you're like, this is so cool. <laughs> Even though it's yeah, not. Yeah. I did <laughs> Katarina from League of Legends. And I um, so I don't know if you've ever played League of Legends. It's like a PC game. No, I've lost a lot of friends to it, though. Yeah, it's a very, like, it's a bit of a weird one because uh, I won't go into loads of detail with this, but. You get yeah. fans like mega into stuff, and if you do one thing wrong, or you don't know the character names, or you don't, you're not like a hardcore fan. You can get kind of ridiculed by people. But mm. I'm one of those people. Where I'm like, if you enjoy something, you're not hurting anyone, and you want to join in, then go for it. So yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't played the game much, but I loved the character design, and I just wanted to make the costume. Yeah. And I did my best with what knowledge I had at the time. And I went to Comic Con and I got I had like photo shoots done with photographers. They took pictures of me and then I met a load of new friends and they just like let me stay in their hotel and like I hung out with them. And for me, it was more about that aspect of it. Yeah. 
Um, I've done, if anyone watches One Punch Man, I've done Sonic. So there's a character who's yes. like an assassin. And yes. uh, there's a scene where he gets arrested and put in prison. And he's like, there's a ho- it's like a scene that if you're a fan of the show, you know that specific scene. And um, yeah. I did that costume and it was like a very no- novel thing at the time. Mostly like video games, anime, like movies. I'm yet to do the Marvel costume. I haven't done a Marvel thing yet. Yeah. Do you um do you think the whole Marvel thing will follow that sort of League of Legends of or do you actually like Marvel or do you just like that costume? Oh no, I love Marvel. Yeah. I used to watch yeah. me and my brother are like huge Spider Man fans and we love like growing up used to watch all the X Men you know, the cartoon, the really old like nineties X Men cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. You know, I've watched all the films, like all my friends are huge Marvel fans. And uh, it's kind of just like because of that hobby, like you end up building a friendship group and that sort of who have those same interests. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of um, opportunities if the She 4 doesn't quite work out. <laughs> but, um, you know, you've got Nightcrawler. Um, what's her name? That's not her name. Um, the blue one from X Men. Oh, Mystique. Girl, Mystique, that's it. Yeah, she changed got... like a chameleon. Yeah, that's it. You've got Storm, you've got um, Rogue. Jubilee. Rogue, yeah. And Jubilee, yeah. Yeah, you've got loads of them. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's Marvel characters as well, like um, Pepper Potts as Rescue, which is the blue Iron Man suit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure you'll, uh, you'll smash whatever you choose. <laughs> It makes me laugh when people said female Thor. I was like, I am the smallest person I know. Yeah. <laughs> Thor is huge. Like, there's no. I know it'd be a female version, but like, Thor is a big person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a big, strong man, isn't he? Exactly. She-Hulk as well, which doesn't really get enough sort of um, praise in the MCU. I know she's got her own sort of comic book story. Oh, there's but... a new movie coming out with She-Hulk. Oh, is there? I didn't know that. Yeah, I can't remember. I've recently read up that it's been announced, but I can't remember yeah. what film it's coming on with because normally they merge them together with another yeah. film. I think um, another one as well, if you've watched any WandaVision. Uh, I really ha- didn't get into it for some reason. Oh, you've got to, you've got to get past that fourth episode. That's what a lot of people have said. And it's then you'll I- be like, okay, this is really, really good because at the start, is kind of like a parody of itself. Yeah. And I was sat there like, why the fuck am I watching something that's like Everybody Loves Raymond, where everything's got like canned <laughs> Um, But yeah, it, it gets really, really good. I've just finished season one. I won't say anything on it, but um, I highly recommend giving it a proper go. Yeah, um, I definitely yeah. should retry it. I could see you as Wanda. Oh yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I like Wanda. There's a character in it a little bit later on in season one that I reckon you could probably pull off as well. But, um, that's the problem, isn't it, with cosplay? Is it's quite overwhelming. It is. It's like it's also hard because you can, if you put your own twist on a character, like so, they tend to be called like gender bend. So, say if I did do Thor, I could do like a female version of Thor. Yeah. Um, and then you have more flexibility of like you can put your own spin on it, and it kind of makes it more personal. But yeah, you get yeah, yeah. some people are like so focused on I have to look exactly like the character 
And yeah. I get that. I am a little bit like that, but not with other people. So if someone yeah. wanted to cosplay Thor and they look nothing like him, I'd be like, you look amazing, rock it. Yeah. But for me personally, I like to be comfortable as the character. Mm. Yeah, I get that. There is also a um, daughter of Thor called Thorin. So it oh, might I be didn't... worth um, checking that out. I'll send you a link to that in a bit. Oh, yes, please. That'd be cool. There was a Avengers sort of cartoon movie that me and my son watched to death um, where they take on like a new version of Ultron. And um, there's all sorts of um, characters in that. Like Hawkeye has a son. Oh. And um, Tony Stark's like really, really old in it. And um, he's seen as like the mentor for all of the kids because it's like a kid's version of Avengers. Yeah. And... um, Captain America's son has like a sort of cool like virtual shield that he can like press a button on his wrist and it will deploy the shield but when he doesn't need it he can actually just like put it in his wrist that's so cool so like when he's like climbing like mountains and stuff he doesn't have to sort of worry about where he's put his shield (laughs) (laughs) good idea yeah but yeah there we go so yeah we're just gonna go to a quick break with uh grind fitness But when we come back, we'll talk a bit more about your podcast and uh, we'll talk a little bit about what's after COVID, paranormal and, of course, the meal deal. So we'll be right back, guys. Cheers. Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth and Stu I. Check out their website, which is www.grindlimited, which is ltduk.com. That's www.grindlimituk.com. I've recently been given some of their products to test out, and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very, very comfortable to wear. The base layer doesn't cling to you, and you can really feel the quality of the clothing. Get involved and start your own grind today. If you have any questions regarding any of their products, please feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram page, which is Absolute Better Than Podcast, or drop Clayton, the CEO, a message on Instagram. His uh, Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then, back to it. Hello. Hello. So I wanted to ask you, obviously we've mentioned Mind Riff a few times. I wanted to ask you what your kind of goals are with it. And obviously, if you do move out of Weymouth, which sounds very um, thought about and solidified at this point, um, are you going to continue doing it remotely? Yeah, I'd love to continue doing it. It, it, For me, it's kind of like a passion project where I'm doing it because I enjoy doing it. Um, But it's weird, like, it's weird. When I started it, so many people are interested that it surprised me. So now I'm like, oh, my God, I have to actually make sure i do it properly yeah 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 people are actually paying attention to this (laughs) yeah i get what you mean um this was just yeah this was just meant to be a chance to sort of reconnect with my schoolmates 
but I've got some ideas later on in the year to get some like pretty successful musicians on this. Um, but yeah, I won't say too much about that because it's not all set in stone at this point. But um, yeah, it's grown to a point where yeah, it's not just sort of having a chat with your mates sometimes. It's um, for me anyway, obviously, you know, people know what I'm on about. But um, yeah, with yours, it sounds a bit more sort of um, fluid. And it's genuinely like when I've listened to it, I've listened to all of it in one go. And it's oh, like a proper free flowing conversation. Yeah, um, it's random. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm a bit more um, structured. Like, I like to make notes and stuff. But there's so many different types of podcasts nowadays. Like, I've toyed with the idea of... This is obviously called Absolute Bedlam. I've toyed with the idea of just doing like an hour of quick-fire questions. But I don't think you actually get to know the person that well if you're like, are you a day person or a night person? Do you like the cold or the warm? You know, stuff like that is a bit puts you on the spot a bit for like an hour and it's probably quite intense yeah i guess you could do it as like a like you kind of do it with a segment anyway yeah. i guess to some degree yeah um how do you record your podcasts i have god i can't even remember i bought a microphone offline uh online sorry and i actually can't remember what it's called but it's a very good microphone as yeah. a uh, a pop filter as well and i just oh, record yeah plug it into my pc uh, i've got this like nice little free like software i downloaded off the internet and um like you do you just do a little test recording make sure everything sounds okay make sure the levels are stable and then just give it a go and some some yeah. episodes i've done with friends where because i know them so well they're happy to just chat to me anyway and we've gone uh let's not post this one because it's a bit too random yeah. Um, but my friends are happy to do that because they just we're just enjoying the conversation. We always talk about weird, random stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like very odd conversations. You could, um, if you do like series and seasons, like I do eleven episodes in a season or a series, depending on where you listen to this in the world. Um, and then I start a new series or season, and I feel that like. There's quite a lot of people um, that just do like, this is episode 360 and they haven't sort of segregated their chapters. So it's just like one massive book. But you could potentially do like season one or season two or series one or series two. And you could potentially like release one of those episodes that's like never been heard by anyone outside of that room as like a bonus episode. That is a very, very good idea. Yeah. Yeah, try my best. <laughs> um, You've got ideas. I like it. Yeah, I, I quite like to think of stuff like in advance. Like, I like to have like, what am I going to be doing in a year from now? So, like, my goals with this is to potentially get into a studio when everything's all said and done with COVID, and actually like have physical sort of conversations with people because one of the disadvantages of this being audio only is I don't know when you're about to talk. So it sounds like we're interrupting each other quite a lot. Yeah. And it's like feedback when you're on Skype, you're like, uh, when do I talk now? (laughs) Yeah. I think, um, on Skype, there's like an option for like a chat window, isn't there? Yeah. You can actually type and give a sort of rough idea. 
yeah, so you can say shut up, I'm about to talk or something like that, and they'll hopefully <laughs> read it and go silent. But yeah, I like um just sort of riffing ideas and it's nice to um talk to someone that's you know doing the same thing as me because otherwise it sometimes hits a bit of a brick wall because I'm talking at someone if that makes sense. Yeah, but you your podcast is doing very well. Like you've done when I started speaking to you about it and I listened to yeah. the episodes, I was like, wow, this is very impressive. Like you put a lot of hard work into it. Yeah, I like to put effort into stuff. Like the fact that this, you know, in a couple of days, this will go up on like Spotify and stuff. I try not to, um, you know, I try not to swear too much and go off on one too much because pre-podcast, I used to have a YouTube channel and that was exclusively for me ranting about things that wound me up and annoyed me. <laughs> and um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend checking that out because that was like seven years ago, but um yeah, it was just um, a sort of outlet. And I always felt like I've needed an outlet because I stopped playing bass probably about eight years ago. And um, I've always had that sort of scratch. What's it, what's it called? The itch to scratch. And I've always been quite creative, but it's never really been in the moment. Like I've always liked the idea of like recording a song and then listening back to it um yeah that's that's the kind of person i am anyway but yeah there we go so where is your podcast available so we have um if you go on to i say facebook's the easiest thing to find it on if you type mind risk podcasting on facebook and yeah. then all the links will be provided on there I'm hoping yeah. to maybe at some point get it up on youtube and have videos that people yeah. can just People can just watch it if they want, but it's a very, again, like myself, it's a very laid-back podcast. We, we just do it because we enjoy it. If people don't watch it, fair enough. If people do want to get involved, which has been amazing because so many people were interested, which I was just very shocked. I was like, oh, okay. But again, it is laid-back. Like, I, me and my friends, if we go to record an episode, I'm like, they're like, can I eat and drink as long as you don't hear it in the mic? I'm like, sure, like, get a cup of tea ready, get a glass of wine or a beer. Like, yeah. I don't know, as long as I'm not doing cocaine while she's talking to me, then I'm, well, unless you want to. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm very low back. If you want to do lines, yeah. you're on podcast. <laughs> we'll do I'm an not... hour-long podcast in three minutes <laughs> if you've done a line of coke. <laughs> Jesus. Did you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> only podcast in the world where we do coke whilst we talk i'm not advocating drugs okay no, no don't do drugs people it never ends well <laughs> um, yeah there's quite a few podcasts that i listen to that um they have like a drink and stuff whilst they're doing it um i think some people that have gone down that sort of patreon route have like purposely gone out of their way to get pissed whilst recording <laughs> um, some people i know like to sort of smoke weed and record and yeah i think um that's one way if you've got a ton of sponsorships that's one way to get all of that revoked because you can pretty much say whatever you want when you're in that state <laughs> yeah. but yeah I'll, uh, I'll focus on getting some more um global sponsors before i uh i decide that i'm gonna go down that route first yeah but, um, <laughs> just on sort of sponsors and stuff um, are you interested in getting any sort of affiliation or do you think it's a bit sort of early days at the moment and you're not quite sure what the future holds? 
I'd say it's early days. I um, yeah. you know, some through like doing cosplay, I've had some sponsors offered to me in the past, but I'm very picky. Yeah, I'm no, very, very picky. Um, so I I tend to like just keep it unless it's people I know. Like I've got some friends that run small businesses, and I've spoken to them and said they wanna if the podcast picks up, do they wanna be part of the podcast and we broadcast there you know advertise them and I because I know them it's more of like a trust thing because I know the yeah. people that want it mm. that makes sense yeah the reason I've picked Ocean Bottle as one of my sponsors is because I absolutely love the ocean like obviously I'm in Weymouth which is as close as the ocean you can get without drowning um, <laughs> and I like the idea of like having sort of a environmental sustainability and sort of i don't know in a way it's like leading by example yeah of like you see so many plastic bottles like in the bins at the beach and stuff and um yeah i, I actually emailed uh chloe from ocean bottle if you're listening to this chloe hello um earlier about sort of attending a beach cleanup because I, I think it's so important like to sort of get involved in stuff like this and um you know, in return for that, then I can get some percentage off my next bottle if I want another one. I've already got two. Um, and they the second really one... Good. Sorry, go on. They look really good. When you showed me, I was like, are those really nice bottles? They are awesome. I'm actually drinking out of one now. <laughs> They're quite a lot of money initially, but I do see it as a bit of an investment. Like, I won't need another bottle now for, like, at least five years. Like, I'll take really good care of this one. Yeah, and, uh, and it's helpful yeah. as well. Like, sometimes I, I'm very, you know, I care a lot about the environment. I'm a very environmentally focused person, I guess. And um, yeah. when I go to coffee shops, I always try and remember to bring my, like, reusable cup. And I leave it in my rucksack that I can just yeah. use when I need it. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Just having that thing with you as a companion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, shout out Ocean Bottle, as always. Cheers for uh, allowing me to spread the good word of uh, everything you do. So the second sponsor I've got is um, a sort of fitness, local fitness company sort of equipment and um, clothing. And obviously me jogging, that kind of goes hand in hand with everything. Um, but yeah. Stuff? What's that, sorry? Is it mostly men's stuff? No, it's... it's um, unisex and um it's not necessarily just jogging it's uh weightlifting as well that's cool but yeah check it out in the um the description of the episode if anyone's interested but um i'm sure hannah will uh be interested in one of those sponsors at some point yes i'll have a good browse yeah nice so let's get on to the questions so i think we were going to talk about paranormal briefly if you're happy with that yep i'm all for it <laughs> i'll so, talk about everything <laughs> yeah so let's have one of your paranormal experiences okay so um it's done i'll kind of explain a little bit of backstory first so yes i, I don't believe in ghosts i'm sorry like my friends are <laughs> hardcore ghost believers and they're always getting angry with me because i yeah completely convinced that they don't exist and yeah. um 
but I do have a story which I have a particular belief that I can prove it scientifically that it's not ghosts, but it's kind of interesting. So um, when I was younger, my aunt owned a business in Dorchester and one of the buildings, I think a fire went through the top like floors of these buildings. Like if you live in Dorchester, you know how old those buildings are. Yeah. And I think her shop used to be an orphanage and apparently a load of kids got burnt alive. Jesus. Yeah, it's awful during this fire. But and yeah. um yeah, my aunt is like hardcore belief in spirits. Like she's been to see mediums, she's had like uh, her palms read and all of that stuff. And yeah, yeah. I when I was like really young, I used to clean uh in the building, like they just, you know, as a weekend job when you're younger, you know. And I was up there with my mum and I remember climbing to the top floor and then there's the attic. It's like an attic room and then the attic is like right above. And then yeah. I'm up there and I could smell burning and I didn't know about the fire or anything beforehand, but I could smell burning and like my chest was feeling really heavy. Oh, wow. And I, and I started to feel like I couldn't breathe. And um, I felt really dizzy and I, I don't really know what happened, but I remember standing there and just thinking about this feeling. And I felt really overwhelmed and like almost terrified. And then yeah. my mum, my mum like called up the stairs and she was like, "You've been up here for a while." So I think I was just meant to grab like a mop and bucket, and they just used it as storage. Yeah. And I was like, um, I said, "Yeah, like I, I'm fine. Like, how long have I been up here?" She was like, "You've been up here for a good like ten, fifteen minutes." And I was like, "I swear, I've been up here for two minutes." Wow. Okay. And um, I told her how I felt, and I came back downstairs, and she said, "But no, you, you've been up here for a while." And then after I told her that story, she told me about the fire, and then I spoke to my aunt, and they're convinced that I can sense spirits. They're convinced. Yeah. Because weird stuff happens to me a lot. Like even my brother, he doesn't believe in spirits either. But he, me, and him have this running joke between us. He's like weird stuff always happens to you and you always pick up on things and like say something and then it happens and he's, he's like it's actually freaking me out a little bit now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's interesting because a lot of that stuff seems to happen to people that want it mm. um and it doesn't sound to me like you're inviting it no i leave me regardless <laughs> which is a bit weird that it's kind of it a lot it's really strange you yeah well what you need to do is you need to move to bristol and you need to let us know if it's still happening yeah i need to get some stage some, some have an exorcism uh get some consent and maybe a priest and i should be okay previously on mind drift podcast we had a <laughs> live <laughs> exorcism <laughs> See, that would be a, a funny episode. Like, we yeah. did a last exorcism and we, like, videocasted yeah. it. <laughs> I just imagine, like, halfway through, it's like, this episode is sponsored by... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, that was a really good one. I like that. That's uh, made me feel a bit strange. See? It nice. was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I like stuff like that because... um a lot of people have those experiences like you say without prior knowledge and like it's almost impossible for you to like guess that that was the reason that you smelt the smoke or you yeah. like inhaled the smoke yeah I could people... smell it. go on sorry you could smell it yeah yeah like i, I had no idea there'd ever been a fire up there yeah, yeah, but i could smell it 
so strong. It was weird. Yeah, it's like concealed within the building. It could be the old wood, though. That's what I think it was. Yeah, yeah. There's usually a logical explanation for like 99% of things, to be fair. But um, yeah, I I like the um, sort of you potentially walked in on like a memory. Yeah. Or, um, you know, sometimes like my nan used to wear like a lot of perfume and occasionally like it hasn't happened for ages now but occasionally like when i'm on my own i'll feel something watching me and i'll like smell that perfume oh that i I just feel that yeah i don't really talk about stuff like that because um i just feel that it's all in your head like sometimes you're thinking about something like how many times have you heard a song and thought of someone Weirdly enough, that doesn't happen to me. I think I've just died. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I died a long time ago, and I just, <laughs> I just, I never do stuff like that. Like, am I abnormal? Mm. Maybe. Maybe we all are <laughs> in our own ways. So after COVID, so hopefully on June 21st, what are Hannah's plans? Well... Depending if we can travel, I'm hopefully going to Sweden for two weeks. Yeah. And that'll be in August for my birthday. And my friend moved to Sweden. She is going to be on a podcast episode. Um, Once we come back in May, she will be the first episode released when we come back. Yeah. And she she talks about living in Sweden and, and we go through some other things. So that will be, hopefully I can visit her depending on travel. Yeah. Um, I guess a lot of it's going to be sorting out. Um, I've been applying for jobs and looking at rooms, contacting people. Um, I've got a few contacts with companies up in Bristol already, which is great. So most of it will probably be just... I'm also just enjoying the sun and seeing friends again, having a drink, just chilling. Yeah. It is odd how, like, we used to moan about normal life being a bit rubbish, but now I think that everyone wants that rubbish sort of normality back oh 100% I'm personally counting down the days when it all goes back to pre-covid of how long it takes for people to get bored (laughs) that's a good idea (laughs) I just think everyone is so like not everyone like I'm not slagging off the whole world on this not that's next episode I'll do that then um (laughs) but yeah everyone's got like a sort of um what's the word like i don't know i want to say like ungratefulness to them like people moan if their like internet's slightly slower than it was yesterday and everything's like fresh for five seconds i feel at the moment in like this digital age of like everything has to be fast and instantly available and i can watch anything i want whenever i want and um it only takes a couple of things to happen for that to get ripped out from underneath you and you're like oh right i didn't realize that i go insane if i don't have my phone on me you know stuff like that yeah it's very um it's interesting it's almost like a social experiment to some Mm. degree yeah definitely yeah yeah so we're now at the fabled point of the podcast this better be good hannah i've got a lot of high hopes for this okay what is your favourite meal deal? <laughs> oh my god. Well, I will talk about what it used to be before I found out I horribly have a dairy intolerance. 
Oh yeah, of course, yeah. It used to be an egg mayo sandwich, a smoothie of some sort, and maybe like I don't know, they do these like healthy snack bite things. They're like crisp but they're not crisp, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The health crisp, if that's even a thing. Some bites yeah. I think they're crisp. Like the root veg ones. Yes. Yeah, those things. Mm. Like a bit more. Um but now I'm a boring human and everything's so not restricted, but I have to be a bit more conscious. Uh, I would say water, as interesting as that is, um, <laughs> probably some vegan wrap thing if I can find one, and yeah. maybe a protein bar. Look how exciting my life is. <laughs> You've held yourself to account very well there, because I tend to go off the rails when I get an opportunity to get a meal deal. I'm all <laughs> about... I'm all about maximum profit to the point where, like, I want to see Tesco's go bankrupt because I've bought a <laughs> high-end, expensive sandwich and an energy drink in one go. Oh my god! You have to tell me now. I know I did like hear in your other podcast, but okay, <laughs> don't pick your normal one you normally pick. But say they don't have it today, what would you go for instead? So I'd Except- probably go for Southern Fried Chicken Wrap. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a bag of crisps that I've not mentioned on this. Probably salt and vinegar hula hoops. Oh my god, I can't remember what hula hoops taste like. It's been so long. Yeah. I find um, salt and vinegar crisps are very hit and miss. Some of them make your sort of tongue feel like it's on fire. Yeah. And some just work and they're fine and they're mild. Do they put acid on those crisps? The disco crisps, I definitely think there was something going on there. <laughs> or it was like paint stripper. Yeah, that was like horrific. Like, but to finish a whole bag of them in less than 30 minutes, I think you'd actually have to phone like 999. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and drink. So a non conventional drink. Probably recommend to you as well um, Rubicon. Rubicon. It's like a sort of squash. Right, you're going to hate me. I don't like squash. You don't like squash? I hate it. I I can't remember the last time I had... You know when you're younger and you get squash and put water with it? I just think it's gross. Yeah. I hate it. Do you prefer water to squash? Sorry, say that again. Do you prefer just straight water to squash? Yeah. Wow, okay. I love yeah. water. I don't get why everyone hates on water. I absolutely love water. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Maybe you have died. <laughs> <laughs> no, I find water to be quite boring. Like I'll get halfway through it, and then um, I'll just be like, I can't drink anymore. Like I need to have some flavour with this to be able to like get through it. I can offer you a potential suggestion which might help if you don't like water yeah so um my pt gave me like this electrolyte powder so i use it i actually start drinking it when i'm at work now because it's so helpful and it it like replenishes your um calcium magnesium like because when you are you know working out you lose a lot of your nutrients through sweat yeah so um it's like a flavored powder and you put you put like one or two scoops in and then you shake yeah. it all up, and it, it's really like it tastes like great. The one I've got, all right. And it's um, it's got lots of good stuff in it for you. So even though you know, yeah. obviously, 
it is slightly artificial at least it's got stuff in it that your body needs and it's really good if you do long shifts and you're like find yourself quite tired it's yeah. helpful just gives you all the nutrients back that you lose yeah that makes sense yeah you'll have to link me up to that yeah it's really um, good stuff yeah there's a company that i'm interested in at some point to try out their stuff called sneak energy mm-hmm. and it's a lot better than monster um and it's basically it's either i think it's milk or water and you put this powder in and you shake it and it's like a really like low impact sort of healthy energy drink but i don't that's like saying i'm gonna have a diet big mac <laughs> yes that is exactly those, two, yeah. those two words should never really meet in the same room but i'll give it a go and i'll um i'll report back and let people know if it's any good I don't drink energy drinks, funnily enough. I've never drunk yeah. one. I think I only have one once. Yeah, I'm trying to um, cut down on it because it was getting to the point where I was drinking one a day. Because okay. I, um, I drive a lot and I, um, I sort of rely on it because I don't drink coffee. Like, that's a whole other story for another day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, I just need to sort of cut down. So today I haven't actually had a can of Monster. I had one sip when I was driving to um, the Rodwell Trail, which is why I go jogging. And um, yeah, I've managed to survive today with one sip of energy drink, whereas usually I'd be necking a can at like 11am. Oh my God. Well, do you know what? If I get it. Like a lot of people like energy drinks. Yeah. I mean, my PT drinks them, so it's a normal thing to drink them. Like everyone seems to like them apart from me. I, I just don't really like energy drinks for some reason, but then I love coffee. So maybe that's the, yeah. that's the thing. I've gone to the other side. I feel that if you're not one, you're the other. I don't yeah. know many people sort of 25 to 30 that can't really live without that now. Like you need something to function and wake you up in the morning, don't you? Yeah, I think like as long as you use it wisely and you use it yeah. like efficiently, then yeah, like caffeine, you know, notoriously, what comes up must come down. Yeah, and uh, yeah. the quicker you drink a can of energy drink or a, a cup of coffee, the quicker you're going to crash. Yeah, and a lot of people try and substitute that with another drink, and you're just delaying the inevitable at that point, basically, because you're going to crash again. Um, but yeah, cool, right. So, have you got any questions for me, Hannah? Or was there anything else that you wanted to mention? Because I'm going to uh, wrap this up if that's okay. Questions? Um, well, I'd like to. You said about where you'd like to take the podcast, but what are you going to do as soon as, you know, June? Did you say 21st is the date that we're. Yeah, that's apparently the date where, like, everything's meant to sort of go back to normal. There'll be no sort of social distancing measures and. To be honest, I think for the rest of the year, we'll probably still be wearing face masks. Yeah, um, I do. I don't know about you, but I've actually felt really healthy during this period. Um, I don't know if that's the face masks benefiting my immune system, but um, yeah, I, I don't think they're that annoying, really, in the grand scheme of things. No, um, I think like, yeah. they're fine once you get used to them then. Yeah, it's just you you take your phone, your keys, your wallet, your purse, whatever, and your face mask now. You just add that to the list of things that you need. Yeah, it's uh, just a normal yeah. thing. But to answer your question, um, towards the end of the year, I'm going to be looking at going to Disneyland with my girlfriend and my son. 
in France. Oh. Um, and then I think me and my girlfriend are planning some sort of spont- spontaneous uh, trips um, like over the weekends and stuff. That'd be nice. We, we really, really, really miss gigging and like going to see live bands. Um, so yeah, kind of just easing back into normality, really. Um, I haven't got anything like massive planned in the next sort of two or three years. And I quite like having that sort of goal of like, you know, 700 days to go, 699 days to go. But um, yeah, it's not quite there yet at the moment, unfortunately. But yeah, podcast, I want to um, get into a studio and I really want to give it a proper go. Uh, one a week. That's my um, my objective is to really, you know, not look back on this moment and say I really could have tried more and I could have done better. I really want to sort of hammer it and see what comes out of it. But that's just me. So, yeah, I hope uh, that answers your question. It was a very good answer. Thank you very much. So next week, we've got Justine Morehouse on, who is a Lean Six Sigma practitioner. So something a bit different, talking about work and uh, process improvement, essentially. Um. And I hope everyone's enjoyed this episode. And it's been really nice speaking to a fellow podcaster about everything that goes on outside of that little recording that we all get. So, yeah, thank you, Hannah, for coming on. Okay, thanks for having me. uh, I'll send you some links in a minute. No worries. Awesome. See ya. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. Um, I'm just doing this as a pre-recorded segment because I always forget. Please consider subscribing for weekly uploads. Um, Sometimes I do two in one week. So, yeah, please do uh, consider sharing this with your friends and telling everyone that you know. And, yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.